0: Hello and welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Trapin. It's one of my favorite hours of the week. It's time to spill the tea. This show started out as a mini series in March of 2020. It was a way of gathering our divine sisterhood together during the pandemic, and it's still going strong. If you're new here, welcome. Nearly every week, Molly McKinley and I get together to sip tea, do some breath work, recite affirmations, lead meditation moments, and have a conversation about what we're reading, seeing, or doing. All with a focus on keeping a balance of divine feminine and masculine energies at our table. Most of the time, it's the two of us. Sometimes we have a fellow soul-centered author or entrepreneur join us. Take a moment now to pour your favorite beverage, pop in your earbuds, and snuggle into your coziest spot. Or head outdoors for a walk if you prefer and then get ready to listen in on this hour of togetherness. Hello world, it's Tuesday, spill the tea day, favorite day and hour of the week. Sharing time, uh, sharing togetherness. It's not even Uh sharing time, it's just sharing togetherness. I love it. I'm really excited about the conversations we're having today about the vision archetype and Mao Shen, our... Mm. Princess of Mercy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> before we get started, you already were teasing me earlier that you've got a really uh, a, a good breath for us today. So, what kind of breathing do you have set for us, my goddess sister? <laughs> I love it.
1: Um, well, we are going to do our three part breath. So that's our normal breath, but yeah. we're going to add because of Maishan, we're going to add a mudra. And so the mudra, and we're going to do this at the end too. Okay, if okay. we squeeze our hands together in Anjali Mudra,
0: okay,
1: and then we're going to press the thumbs and the pinkies together. So keep them connected and create the lotus, the lotus yeah. mudra. Yes. Okay. Yes, love it. So, yeah. And uh, for the yogis out there, and you know the the idea is no mud, no lotus, um, because and this is really a wonderful connection to the the story of Moshan too of the idea of, you know, digging deep into the mud to find our, you know, to find the lotus bloom, to find, you know, the riches. So connect the thumbs to the heart center here and really, really press the thumbs and the pinkies together and then settle into your body, feeling that connection of the heart beating beneath the thumbs. and just start to connect first to that beautiful breath wave. I am breathing in. I am breathing out. Let's take a big collective in-breath together. I am fully human. And exhale, let it go. Second breath in. I am fully divine. And exhaling, letting it go. And last, both fully human and fully divine. And let it go. Now seal the fingertips together. Returning back to Anjali Mudra. Slightly bowing chin to chest, honoring the light, the guide, the goddess inside each and every one of us. Mm. our
0: inner guru I love that there's a a song that I used to listen to a lot by the three Marys and it's like they're kind of like gospel Mm -hmm. (laughs) hip-hop and they sing this song called it's the god in me Mm. and This, for some reason that, that song came to my mind when you were doing this about like, this is the, um, being present and the contemplative practice of the simple breathing and, and the shared breath, even though you're on the other coast and I am right. What you've said before your exhale is my inhale Mm -hmm. my exhale is your inhale, this idea that we are all connected and that when we connect with God, that abundance flows through us and whatever that abundance is that we need is what flows. Mm -hmm. So fascinating.
1: It's It's gorgeous. I know. Well, (sighs) I also love the fact that, you know, most of my life as somebody who was, I consider myself a spiritual seeker, Right, even the nature of the word "seek" implies that it's external, outside of you know that it's something that exists beyond, you know. Yes, And created this sort of divine discontent of of looking for an answer elsewhere,
0: right? Yeah. divine um, discontent. Oh, right. I'm not the truth, sister. <laughs> I raise my tea to that. <laughs> yes. Uh, so but, today I brought out the dream mug. Yes. Um, as you're saying that, the oh my, (laughs) look at that. Wait, wait just a minute. Okay, everyone on the podcast, you have to click the link to look at the video. fast forward to this moment oh I'm, take, I'm taking
1: away from your dream mug you go first, you
0: go first. No. oh well <laughs> it's actually like a replay of probably like three or four episodes where it's my dream cup with the butterflies oh I love it with so good yes lots of butterflies and inside it is the love tea from intentionalities because of course it's love week oh I love, love that week. you the I mean spicy love the spicy love tea Oh my, seriously, people, if you want a tea that fires you up from the inside out, Mm -hmm. this is it. This is it. It's so delicious.
1: I pulled Isis this morning, which is all about like the sacred sexuality. Right. And I was like, I totally thought of the love tea because it's such a good thing. Um, Well, here's my look at this lovely little beauty of all beauties. Oh my goodness. I know. I just got this this weekend. Um, We went to Wilmington for a little getaway, and I saw this in a local art studio. And I, of course, had to have it because the skulls and the color, all of it are everything. everything, all of it. Everything, and for those of, of you who are like, not sure that the meaning of the skulls is multifaceted, but what I love about the meaning of the skulls is impermanence and impermanence that things are in constant fluctuation and change. Mm-hmm. And it's a reminder, um, to be in fully present, be fully present. Um, because you know, that that's it. And I'm drinking yogi tea today, uh, a green antioxidant tea and the um the little messages may all beings be happy so there's a little um sanskrit loka samastas suki no bhavantu which means may all beings be free may all beings be happy um so this is kind of a little nod to that so
0: love it i love it and i love the the mug for those of you who cannot see it who have one, who don't have the um who cannot right now, you're you're, hopefully you're like in the car, (laughs) you know, if you're in the car, do not stop. And and look, uh, it is this beautiful, like aqua, it looks like the Caribbean sea and it has Mm -hmm. a skull above a set of crossbones. It's very, it is very Caribbean. It's very like Zen pirates of the Caribbean.
1: Yeah. And it's (laughs) J post Hoy Hill. And from Wilmington, North Carolina. So
0: I love that. I did see your photos of your adventure Mm -hmm. with your friends. That was pretty cool. Yes, it was friends, new friends, old friends, all of the friends. All of the friends. I think that's wonderful. Okay, (laughs) well. We have a couple, I want to share a couple of updates really quickly before we go into our two cards, because this is going to be another uh, compact show, which we're, we're having fun doing when we, when it's the two of us, we do the cards, we do our breathing, our meditating, but we want to keep these a little bit shorter for you. And then so that our author interviews can be like double tap. And so we have two authors that we are bringing to you in, Ma- in March, Women's History Month. Mm-hmm. The woman of the month of the woman. Not that that's not every month around here, but you know, we're <laughs> given a nod to the history month. Uh, we have Lucy H. Pierce, the author of one of our one of the very first books mm-hmm. that I think we ever really talked about on the show, and that is uh, Burning Woman. Yes, and Medicine Woman, and Medicine Woman, and She of the Sea, and Creatrix, mm-hmm. and uh, I can't think of what the title of the one that she did she wrote about the, our moon cycles. I just. um, I just cracked that open, but well, I'm sure we'll be talking about all ten of her books in some way, shape, or form. We'll, we'll focus on Burning Woman and Creatrix,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then we also have Tara Nicole Kirk joining us later in the month. Uh, for those of you in the real estate space, you know Tara Nicole Nell as uh, Tara Nicole Nelson, but mm-hmm. she changed her name to Tara Nicole Kirk, okay, and to not make it a a, too much of a um, an unveiling, but this is one of the key reasons why we are digging in with Tara Nicole is because she chose Kirk, because it's a version of Cersei.
1: Ah, as uh,
0: you go. And so we're going to talk about her pivot with her, her coaching business and how it's gone very, it's very spiritual. We have, we have so many parallel things going on in our lives. And so she's going to come in and talk to us about that, about soul tour, what she's working on now, what's on her heart now. And so, and of course her, her books as well, Uh, but we're going to have, that's probably going to be a really long one. Uh, however, just want to let you know that we have those things coming up, and so we've got cards and authors and all sorts of wonderful things happening in March. Okay, shall we start with the vision, my let dear?
1: Let us do it. Yes. So, for those of you who were here last week, or you need a reminder, we drew this lovely vision card, and there's a lot happening here. Again, hands and branches and owls and moons oh. and you know all kinds of loveliness. Um, I just. Dig this card big
0: time. Mm-hmm. Me too. All right. It's beautiful. I feel like a lot of these I would have as pieces of art.
1: Oh, totally. Right. Actually, we could do something very cool with it.
0: Mm. I'm getting a vision here.
1: All right. I'm a vision a- <laughs> for the vision. <laughs> <laughs> That's so <Okay. not> good. <laughs> All right. The vision, the dream, the imagined, the revealed. It is said that we are each born with a unique vision a destiny toward which we are aimed. It is also said that we forget this vision the moment we are born. Thus, we are sent on a lifelong journey of rediscovery. Such is the elusive nature of the vision. It slips away, yet it guides. It appears in strange dreams and surreal images, seemingly unattainable and preposterous. When we are connected to the vision, we carry an inspired, enchanted aliveness that others recognize. Mm. We trust the world and its synchronicities. We walk through new doors into wondrous opportunities. We We all want to be near those with vision. They emit energy more potent than any elixir. When we lose connection to the vision, life becomes dull and exhausting, lacking meaning bring back the mystery, bring back the dreams and win light potent imagination, synchronicity and trust and when dark disconnected from art and dreams, listless, aimless, and go deeper the dream by Frida Kahlo, who is one of my all-time favorite artists. Mm. Um, so
0: I very cool, it. cool little card. Can you guess? In three guesses, what book pops up in my mind when you're reading about this? The Alchemist. Oh, that's a good, that's a good guess, but nope. Um, hmm.
1: oh. I have two more, two more guesses.
0: <laughs> it is also said that we forget this vision the moment we are born. Also said that we forget this vision the moment we are born. Do, 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 do. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Sacred contracts. Oh yes, yes, yes. Gotcha. When I read this, I was like this. Okay. So for those of you who haven't read Carolyn Mess's book, Sacred Contracts, the vision, I feel like the Sacred Contracts is a very, 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 very very large book about this concept. (laughs) I highly recommend listening to it on Audible. She really does. I mean, that was one of the things about um, the book, the, that was so fascinating to me that, that there could, that in my mind, what I've always thought of as heaven, right. Where my soul goes to this beautiful place and is amongst other souls that have, you know, done, done their round here on earth and what's next. And what does it look like that, that there is this, um, this idea that we do, we come together again, And we all say, okay, well, this is what I'd like to work on this time. And and then we all come down, but we forget. (laughs) And
1: we're bound by those red threads.
0: We have, yes. And we have the red threads that it's like that person that might let you in on the freeway on the day where you were just having the crappiest day that lifted your spirit, that made you hopeful for humanity, lifted your spirits just enough so that you were looking up to look in the eyes of the person that you're meant to fall in love with. Like all of these things, right? All of these little some of them are, are, are short, they're seconds long, some of them are a lifetime. But that's what this reminded me of. And it, this idea of, it appears in strange dreams and surreal images, seemingly unattainable and preposterous. Oh, I know, I love those words though, preposterous. Pres- yeah. preposterous, I was like, how, I need to use that more. I, I, I'm going to say, I'm not going to say uh, ridiculous anymore. I shall replace it with preposterous for a while. <laughs> Well, you have to do with an accent. Boy, that's preposterous. Preposterous. Indeed. Preposterous. Um, I love it so much. Okay. So in, in true um, Kim Cran's honor style, we love to, to read that one little side of, again, okay, she uses all of the margins in her book. This one says, look at art you loved when you were young. Listen to old records and poems. These are all ways to activate the vision. Mm. I was like, oh, I love that. What art did I love when I was little? I mean, young, hmm. Right. Like what art like that is going to be a fun, it's going to be a fun journey. Really th- thinking back to like the pieces of, of art and the little sculptures and figurines and things that I've always had things like that in my room.
1: Yeah.
0: Always. I am not the person who hasn't a, a perfectly clean dresser top. I always have lots of little bubbles and things.
1: Yes, bits and bo- bits and bubbles, bits and bubbles, preposterous bits and bubbles.
0: <laughs> Probably to some people, it's preposterous number of them. I love the idea of looking back at that and looking back at the poems. I mean, I have a lot of books that I bought when I—I I mean, young, like maybe in my te- late teens mm-hmm. and twenties. You know, kind of when they're in, kind of angsty. Like, oh
1: yeah. Well, I used to love uh, Shel Silverstein, obviously. Um, <gasps> missing Peace, Meets the yeah. Big O. Oh. And, you know, the Brother Sidewalk Wins. And um, what is the other one? I think I have it actually. Are you my mother? Oh, yeah. oh I love that. <laughs> um, I do love that one. Um, and also, E.B. White were some of my favorite childhood authors. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think what I liked for music, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: When I, well, I can think of like the first concert I went to the one, if not the first cassette I bought were the Go-Go's. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Go Yeah.
1: So like, I used to just do whatever she did, you know, and she liked Michael Jackson. (laughs) So I liked Michael
0: Jackson. She liked you too. So I liked you too,
1: you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, Definitely. I was a huge Michael Jackson fan for sure. For sure. Oh my gosh.
1: Like early Michael Jackson, when he has that poster where he's like laying down in like that yellow uh, suit or the yellow and white suit or something.
0: <gasps> oh my gosh. Have we talked about this? I don't know. It's that he has a white outfit on and a yellow sweater, like sweater vest. One yeah. of my all-time favorite. I had that poster on the back of my door yes, and sometimes. most people don't know that poster. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. I know. It's so funny. It's
1: yeah. So he looks so cute there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He had a very angsty life, didn't he? Um, Mm. Peaks and valleys. What I love about this is it reminds us that when I am feeling that angst, that that feeling that it's, I need to reconnect with the vision, Mm. right? I need to tap into this archetype of where, where are you going? Why are you here right now? Why are you doing what you're doing right now?
1: Mm, Let's discuss this. And making sure that you have your network of people who can help you stoke and remember the vision, right. Where, Mm. you know, I think that's where you and I connect on a a very high level is we have, we have a shared vision, right. Mm. And, you know, getting to that place, you know, is, is the journey, right. So it's, it doesn't just happen, you know, so reminding Mm -hmm. each other, Um, that synchronous. And I like that when light imagination, synchronicity and trust, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. The word trust is huge, isn't it?
1: It really is knowing that we're getting there, even if it feels like it's
0: far away some days. Yeah. Yeah. Trusting, trusting the process is definitely something that um, I am working on every day, (laughs) letting go of control, you Mm -hmm. know, getting up on a daily basis going, you know, what do you have for me today? God, like, mm-hmm. how do I want to show up in those moments? What do I need to feel myself so that I am showing up with grace or love or mercy, which is a fabulous segue. I did not plan that. I swear to our card of the day mm-hmm. who, okay. So Mao Shen, I know is very precious to you. So uh, let me read about her and then we can dig into your journey with her. Does that sound fair? Yes. Okay. So Mao is considered, she's called the princess of mercy. I love the word mercy for so many reasons. And you'll hear why in here. So here's a little bit about who she is. Mao Shen represents the incarnation and fulfillment of mercy. She was a Chinese princess who is believed to have lived during the Tang dynasty, 618 to 907. And you have been the incarnation of the goddess Kuan Yin. Mm. She was the daughter of a king who wanted her to marry a wealthy man in order to secure more wealth and power for himself. Um, And and for those of you who are the hardcore feminists, I I want you to think about, as we're telling this story, about the father-daughter as the father represents the divine masculine energy out of alignment. And that... Mao Shen represents divine feminine energy in alignment and the work she has to do to help the divine masculine energy. I want mm-hmm. you to get all angsty over about, I said angsty a few times today um, over over the story because it can rile you up. So I want <sighs> <laughs> when she refused her father, the king, mm-hmm. he sent her to live in a monastery on a secluded island off the coast of China. When the king found out that she had transformed the barren land into a paradise, he got so angry that he ordered the monastery to be burned to the ground. But when Mao Shan saw the monastery in flames, she pricked the tip of her tongue with a hairpin and magically summoned a storm that put out the fire. The king then ordered Mao Shan's execution, but no blade or sword could kill her. Instead, each weapon shattered into pieces before touching her body. After several attempts, a gorgeous, glowing white tiger appeared and spirited Mao Shan away. The tiger took her to meet Yama, the ruler of hell. Mao Shan immediately heard the suffering of the souls all around her, and one by one, she liberated them with the fierce power of her empathy. Yama had to send Mao Shan away because she was transforming hell into heaven. He gave her the peach of longevity as a gift. Mao Shan meditated for many years on the island of Putua Shan. News reached her that the king was on the verge of death, and that he needed the eyes and arms of a person without anger in order to live. Mao Shan gave him her eyes and arms. The king was revived and came to honor the person who had saved his life. When he saw that his savior was Maoshan, he fell to his knees, humbled by the extent of her mercy. Now, when your soul selects your card, this, the author, Sue Kid Kidd, articulates the process of empathy so clearly when she writes, empathy is the most mysterious transaction that the human soul can have, and it's accessible to all of us, but we have to give ourselves the opportunity to identify To plunge ourselves in a story where we see the world from the bottom up, or through another's eyes or heart, empathy is mercy's twin sister. When we can feel into the reality of someone else's suffering, we open up to the possibility of mercy. Mercy comes from the old Etruscan "merk," which means exchange. Mercy is the embodiment of compassion. It can feel easy or even natural to have compassion for people who have never harmed us personally. But mercy is having compassion for someone who has. Mercy requires that we give something of ourselves, which is symbolized by Mao Shan giving her eyes and arms to the king. It can feel like a great sacrifice to be giving so much towards someone who has given us nothing but suffering. Here's where the magic comes in. The law of the universe is merciful. The more we give, the more we receive. When the king realized the profound act of mercy his daughter bestowed on him, Mao Shan transformed in her true manifestation as the thousand armed Guanyin. Yin. Mao Shan is a reminder that giving is the true receiving. When we refuse to release our anger towards someone, we're blocking the flow of the universe within us. We are not harming the person who harmed us by remaining angry. We are keeping ourselves from receiving the love and the light that is already ours. Mm. Today's soul voice meditation for Mao is, who can I give mercy to in this moment? Who can I give mercy to in this moment? And the intention or the prayer, if you will, is giving is receiving the energy of the universe is merciful. Mm. Mm -hmm. I love her story. I love, I, I really love her story. I really do too.
1: I mean, it is, um, there's so, there's so much about that. I mean, that just absolutely, um, you know, there's just so much goodness there, you know, because I think we just are all sort of hardwired you know, to protect ourselves from those who harm us. And this is the exact opposite, right. Of being able, not just, it's not the opposite of, of course, we don't want to get into harm harm's way, yes, but it yes. is about showing up and knowing that people are where they are, because that's where they, that's the best that they can, can be. Even mm-hmm. if that is not a very good best, you know, <laughs> um, right. It's That's yeah. that's the compassion yes. and then the mercy is loving them in spite of it. Right. Yes. Um, and, and that is something that's really, really, really hard
0: to do. Yes. Well, you know, I, Megan Watterson did, uh, a lecture on this many moons ago. Now I feel like it was even before the cards came out, maybe she talked about how part of mercy is recognizing that the other person isn't separate from us. That's it. That that we are all connected and and what they are are giving, we are receiving, and vice versa. And so if we want to be that that balancing, right? Like the filter that I gave us all at the beginning of reading the story of instead of being angry at the father for wanting to basically sell his daughter into Mm -hmm. marriage for more power, right? That's the divine masculine energy that is in power over mode.
1: Mm. and
0: and so when we see that when we see those humans at the table that have that that rage or that power over mentality we can say we have that same opportunity to behave that way as they are and so what can we bring to the table what we can can we give them that will help them balance it that will help them fall to their knees
1: like Which the is
0: King
1: evil did. And opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Evil and opposite. You know what? Um, there's a br- beautiful quote and I forget who it was. It was actually like a rapper or something. And it was just like, you know, it was, I know I'm, I'm not going to get it right, but the, the essence of it was, is, you know, when you've wronged me, you know, it, I, it's not that I don't want you to eat. It's just that I don't want you sitting at my table. Right. And the idea. Yeah you know, is that, you know, I, we, you know, if, if we do each other harm or whatever, it's not that I want you to starve. It's just that, you know, I want, we don't, you don't have to be sitting at my table to do it, to eat. Right. Yes. And that exactly. is a very subtle shift of thinking because it's not, it's the understanding that if you're in, if you're being harmed, then I'm actually being harmed because we are one body. Yes. Right. Yes but it also gives you the protection, the boundary that you don't have to be sitting next to the person.
0: Right. Correct. And I love that. Yeah. And even in this thank you, rapper, unknown rapper,
1: unknown rapper. I'll see if I can find it.
0: Um, (laughs) Well, you know, it reminds me of, is she the, the idea of righteous anger, right? Like I feel like there is, and in particular in, in maybe the religious and spiritual world, we, we kind of, label anger that we feel worthy as righteous anger and mm-hmm. and it is righteous anger is real yeah however holding on to the righteous anger is is what Mao shen showed us is what the work right releasing that because when we the righteous anger is what builds the walls around our hearts yeah. right and and in order to set ourselves free we have to set that anger free. We have to practice forgiveness or we're, we're going to be the walking dead, right? To go right back to everything we learned through Mary Magdalene, right? This idea of really, truly releasing that, that anger that when people have actually, I mean, my gosh, he, he exiled her because <laughs> she wouldn't yeah. obey him. Right. Um, I do, um, I do find pure joy in the correlation between her being on the, the desolate Island that was supposed to like be her torture and Cersei. I
1: totally agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I that I, again, all of the, the through lines of all of the same mythology, right? Yes. Like the yes. idea yeah. of exile becoming a paradise, right? Yes. So the, 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 um, the punishment becomes paradise, right? And to me, like the the teaching in these metaphors or this mythology is that it is really our lens, our perceptions, which then create whatever it is in front of us. I mean, here's Russian, even in hell, transforming hell into her own paradise because she has the lotus blossom in the heart, right? She understands that she is, uh, you know, a sacred being, and so regardless of what situation she's put in, yeah, she's trans- in a constant state of transformation, becoming the embodiment of
0: Kuan Yin, right? Yes, so, yes. She's teaching us that by releasing that anger, by coming through um, this this level of mercy, which is the that embodiment of, of compassion not we it's not like we have to expose our hearts like you're saying like we don't have to sit and eat with our enemy Mm -hmm. however when we when we do stop that wall right when we break down that wall we're actually allowing the flow of giving and receiving to happen again yeah and and that's i think we see that like so beautifully when her father comes to it's actually in, in a lot of the legends, the she's living in a cave at that point, which, of course, had to Magdalene as well um, there that he when he does fall on his knees, when he is in so in awe of what she has given to him, she receives that incarnation into her true self. Like, wow. 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 Breakthrough. Yep,
1: <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, I, I really do. It is, this is a story that can be broken apart again and again, um, because it really is. um, It just, there's just so much goodness. And, and again, like we talk about this all the time. You, you, I mean, we've all of these cross-references, right? The stories are all the same-ish so that we can learn and hear um, and seep and steep in a way that we actually can understand, right? So
0: good. Yes. So, hundred percent.
1: So, hopefully, through these exercises of the archetypes and the goddess um, deep dives, or actually, these aren't really deep dives as much as they are. You know that there'll be some word that jumps out to whomever is out there that connects and inspires and transforms and all of the things.
0: You know. Mm. I love that. Mm. I love that. Mm. Yes. And, you know, I think with any kind of study, right, like this, if we think of this as the, these are like the cliff notes that we have, these, these small guidebooks, right? They're, they aren't the novels. And so again, inside the vision, they, um, she recommended, what was the name of, of the woman that she recommended in the vision at the bottom bottom of vision?
1: Oh, the the dream by Frida Kahlo, the Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And, and again, Sacred Contracts is a really great one. Um, with Malachem, you know, there's, there are uh, so many podcasts out there. Of course, Mary, um, Megan Watterson has messages about that. I mean, you can Google her and learn even more about her. If she's calling to you, was there, I, I think that we've, we've, Probably ha- everyone's had an experience at some way, in some way, with one of the six women we've already highlighted so far, right? And that's that is the beauty of this process is to help you find the message inside the legend, the myth, the history. <laughs> okay, so you want to pull a vision card for Let's us before we it. meditate? I'm
1: gonna pull. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> All right, let's get a jump out of here. here.
0: <laughs> Ooh. The unseen. The unseen. Ooh, I love it. Okay. Look at that eye. Yeah, mm, oh, mm, no, mm. it's
1: like a pointillistic eye. I don't know if you can see. It's fascinating. Okay. It's beautiful. I just love this art. It's so beautiful. Me too. And who's
0: there? Oh, did we just pull her just the other day? Like one of us? Mm, I did. Yeah. I pull, oh, her, yeah. I, pull her a, I pull her a lot. Okay. I feel like there's a, like I, I was going through and, and filling in my journal with the, the cards that I've pulled this, this year and then I'm, I'm flipping through and I'm like, I've never pulled that one. Like I've never pulled green Tara. Oh, I wonder what she's all about. Like, oh, I can't wait till you know, I pull that card. But yeah, some of these <laughs> like, uh, and Hejuana, I pull a lot. Queen Esther and, um, Shekina. Nice. Okay. Shekina, um, however you want to say it, but yeah, she is the presence of the divine feminine
1: mm-hmm.
0: as the center, uh, uh, at the center of everything. There is light.
1: Oh, I and wonder how she relates light. to the unseen, right? Oh, like, come on they- now. To
0: dig in Yes. Week. She is the light that uncovers things we see. I love it.
1: <laughs> well, as good. we meditate out, we're going to go back to our Lotus Mudra. So again, open So thumbs connect and pinkies connect thumbs at the heart center, opening up here. Mm. Awareness on the very tip of the nose. I am breathing in. I am breathing out. We're gonna focus our awareness at the space between the eyes, our mental screen. And true to the intention that Megan Watterson had created for us today in the card of Miao Xian, I want to allow a person who needs mercy to, to show up on that mental screen. Don't force it, just allow whomever shows up, show up. Mm -hmm. And embodying true mercy and compassion. Using your mind, Drop that person right into the center of the lotus mudra, like a pearl. And feel the love, the mercy emanating from the heart center into the space of the lotus mudra, surrounding and wrapping the person who came into your mental screen. Slowly seal the ring, th- the ring fingers together, the index fingers together, and the middle fingers together, holding this beautiful pocket of beautiful, merciful love surrounding, wrapping, enveloping this person that came into your mind screen. Big breath in together. Big exhale, open and release, letting it all go.
0: <sighs> oh, that was good. I like how you mixed up how I put my fingers together too.
1: I know it's like that little cat's cradle or something when we were
0: kids. Yes. Right? Well, I was thinking about like the where I is know. pointer? Where is pointer? Here <laughs> I am. Remember, did you just draw the little. Eyes and a mouth on your fingers. Oh, totally yes. I still do that sometimes. Me too. (laughs) Totally. Actually, I just did it last week because somebody was (laughs) doing it on Instagram, and I was like, "Oh, it's been so long since I've done that. That's a fun thing." Okay. (laughs) Oh Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) I love you. You're the best. You're like next time. We're like, bye. See you.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I might just have to do that. (sighs) Anyways, okay. All right, (laughs) everyone. That's So, awesome. so, ex- uh, so I'm so, so, so I feel beyond blessed for these, this time we have together and I'm really looking forward to our chat next week. I'm looking forward to our interviews next month, all the cards that will show up, all the tea that we will sip, all the plans that will be made right here inside this beloved community. As always, thank you so much. All of you who joined us here live, who played with us in the chat, for those of you who are watching on the podcast, you know, always feel free. We always put a link to the Facebook video in the show notes. So if you want to pop on over and see some of the things that we're showing or join in the chat, we'd love it. We do get notifications throughout the week when you do leave us a note. And then last but not least, remember, if you know of an author who would be great on the show, send us a message until next week. See you later, everyone.
1: Bye. Bye, See you. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for spilling the tea with Molly and me today. It was our heart's desire to provide a sacred space to learn and laugh together and to reset our mindsets for the week ahead. We do hope that you enjoyed hearing our thoughts and stories about our favorite people, products, and initiatives positively serving humanity and sprinkling joy over their slice of the galaxy. Want to connect with us? Head on over to those show notes and click on the links. Let's all confidently step into tomorrow intentionally leading with divine love, gratitude, and faith. Psst. Hey, if you like the show... We'd love for you to click those stars and leave us a review. And don't keep us a secret. Share us with a friend. We love expanding the circle. Thanks.